0: Hi guys, and um, welcome to uh, episode fourteen of the East Groupby Fitness separate Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Ian. It's it's been a while since we since we had a, an episode uh, recorded and uploaded to everyone. I think it's been three, four weeks, maybe. Just things took over, life took over, and you know, kids going back to school and and all that sort of stuff. And with the whole lockdown and the gym and everything, it just it just everything just kinda got in the way a wee bit, right? I'm making excuses which are which are quite poor. But we, we have another episode, um, good to go. So yeah, it's we're we're almost at the end of this lockdown in terms of, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it from a like from, from a gym aspect. We we're almost there. We're almost getting to open up, which is pretty cool. We have got well it was four weeks yesterday. Was the was a sort of the date program? The twenty sixth of April is when we get to open up. This lockdown has been extremely long. I'm, I'm sure I don't, um, or I'm, I'm sure I'm speaking for everyone here when I say that it's, it's been a long, 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 long lockdown, or it feels long. But the main thing is, is that everyone comes out of this safe, healthy, and, and good to go. Um, we're definitely excited to see everyone back in the gym you know, have some fun, have some chat, get some weights moving, we're really looking forward to it. So, you know, with the, with the podcast, my idea was, you know, that it had to be all about fitness and health, and obviously that's that's my background, that's my profession, but and kind of thinking about things and, you know, coming up with ideas for episodes and whatnot, Um, I... Uh, sorry guys, I pressed a button on my laptop there and it just it just started doing something. But we're good. Um so yeah, I thought I would do be all about health and all about fitness and whatnot, but really that kind of like health and fitness has got like a big umbrella. A lot of things come under that, so it's not just about tracking your food and lifting weights. You've got you know, your mindset and your recovery and your rest and, and all that sort of stuff comes into it as well. So that's kind of that's been one reason why there haven't been as many podcasts over the last couple of weeks because, you know, I had it in my head that I had to be this certain certain thing in this one topic, which you can only talk about so much. So over the weeks and months, we're going to start talking about other stuff, getting more guests on and, you know, like I said, health and fitness has got such a broad spectrum now that it's not just all about what we do in the gym, it's everything that we do outside of the gym that helps. And this lockdowns helped us sort of narrow down and refine things in the gym to help our members, um, and there's some really good things in there that I, would, that I think everyone else would find quite useful, um, so yeah, and one of, those, um, one of those things is today's topic, you know, today's title is quite a, you know, it's one of these ones where you go, oh, you know, it's almost like a clickbaity type title, um, how to look like you lift. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to look, you know, like you do bicep curls and you've got big arms and shoulders and you're all dead muscly. What I really mean by it is, it kind of ties in with the question that we get asked a lot from our members and newer members who are looking to join the gym. And that is that, you know, I'm working hard in the gym, yet I feel like the hard work doesn't show. Now, we can all relate to that. We can all relate to that at some point. We'll, We'll feel like we're knocking our pan in the gym but we're not really seeing the results that we were hoping we would see. Um, so it's then, today's episode is going to be talking about the five things that, you know, the five principles that I believe that you need to have, you know, so that your hard work can, uh, can start paying off. And a mistake I made in the last podcast, when I recorded, was I didn't have anything to drink. So when I was talking and talking and talking, uh, my throat got really dry and I had, I had a coughing fit and whatnot. So I have tea. The only reason I have tea is because it's quarter past one and my wife is on holiday from work and she drinks tea every hour on the hour by the gallon mode. So I was making tea, so I thought I have tea, but I've also got water there in case I need it. <coughs> so, these aren't like in order of, you know, like you don't have to do this specific order. It's just how I've kind of written them down. So the first thing that, you know, I think would help um, is you need to have metrics so you need metrics so that you can track and look back on you know, what's worked and what hasn't worked for you. you. know people go, oh man, I can't track calories. I'm not good at it. I don't know how to do it. You know it's neurotic you know you've, you're tracking every single thing and I get it you know it is, I get it right you know I've been there and I've done that but let's look at it another way. So um, if you're going to go on holiday, right you need to track how much money's coming in. You need to track how much money is going out, what you're spending your money on. And you need to track how much money you can save. Now, doing that, you're not automatically going to think, oh my God, I'm tracking all my money, this is dead neurotic, or this is crazy. You need to do it. You've got to do it so that you know if you can afford your holiday or not. Well, tracking your food, tracking your sessions, in the gym, taking measurements, you know, tracking your steps, that's all the same thing. You need to do it to see results. And then you also need to do it so that you know if anything needs to change. You know, we've had members that go, I've not lost any weight this month. And we'll say, right, okay, how's your tracking your food been? I've not really tracked my food this month. It's like, well, we don't know what avenue we can go down because we don't know if if you need to go, you know, if you're eating too little so you need to eat more or we don't know if you're eating too much and you need to eat less. We, We don't know where to start. So that's why we need to have the data, we need to have the metrics in front of us so that we can say, right, you know, this is working keep doing it, this isn't working, let's change it and let's let's look for you know let's look for something else to see if we can help you know get you along the way but you need to track you know you don't have to track every single thing like you know if you put a wee splash of milk in your coffee you don't need to track that like that's that's neurotic. You know if you put a tiny scraping of butter on your roll you don't need to track that. That's neurotic. What we mean by tracking is things like you know tracking your steps, tracking you know your calories. You know, if you're eating two thousand calories a day, making sure you're tracking your calories, your protein, your carbs, your fats, those kind of things when it's like a few hundred calories, not like you know, five calories of butter and things like that. That's that's when it gets neurotic and that's when it does become, you know, a pain. Um, so that's why I tend not to go down that road on things. But you know, it's you need to track. That's kind of what I'm saying. <clears throat> I'm gonna take tea because I can feel my throat going. And i also try not not drink it too close to the microphone because that kind of shit irritates the life out of me. When folk eat down the phone or talk down the, or drink down the phone. Man. If my big brother's listening to this, he'll be attesting to that because it busts him as well. <laughs> so, number two. You need repeatability. Now, random workouts equals random results. Now, I see so many people program hopping, especially this lockdown. I've seen so many people do it. So many people program hopping, so many people diet hopping at the drop of a hat or when the latest craze comes out. Repeated workouts equals predictable progression. Now, what we mean by that is if you're following a structured workout and a, a, you know, a, ah, God, I'm lost for words. Let's just call it a structured workout. I was going to think of something else here, but I can't remember. If you're following a structured, well-designed program, then we can predict what your progression is going to be. You know, here's what we are week one and then this is where we want to be on week eight week nine for test week as, as we do in the gym. So in order for you know, predictable progression you need to do the same thing for three or four weeks in order for your ball your body to truly change and adapt. If you do you know barbell squats on Monday and then next week you're doing you know um, bench press, then next Monday you're doing overhead press. And then next week after that, you're back to squats and, and all that sort of stuff. If you're jumping about too much, then you're not giving your body you know, the chance to change and adapt and become accustomed to what you're putting it through. You know, changing your training and your diet up every week, that's not going to give you the results you want. Rotating your exercises too often, that's actually going to slow down progress as you're not giving your body a chance to get stronger. So if you do barbell squats, three sets of 10, and then for the next three weeks, you do different exercises, and then when it comes to week four, I'm going to cough, excuse me, <coughs> pardon me there, if you come to week four, and then you go back onto barbell squats, three sets of 10, you're probably not going to be lifting any heavier than, we, than what you were the weeks, the first week, because you haven't been putting your body under that stress and stimulus to change and adapt, because you've been jumping about from exercise to exercise. So sticking with your squats for three or four weeks. We actually kind of fell in this trap slightly in the gym by changing the workouts every week. Um, but we're, we're actually going to be training in three weeks. You know, what's, it's called a, a, a mini-cycle now. Um, so you, like week one, week two, and week three, it's the exact same workout. We just change the reps each week. So it's barbell squats week one, three sets of ten. Then the next week, it is three sets of twelve and then the third week it might be three sets of eight but the aim is to go heavier or you might start on three sets of eight three sets of ten three sets of twelve but we stick with that one exercise so that we're giving our body every single chance possible to get stronger in it because see if you keep progress see if you keep exercise hopping so like say you do barbell squats on the Monday your legs will be all sore from that and then the next week you do you know, Bulgarian split squats, your legs are going to be sore from that as well, because that's a hard exercise. And then the week after that you do reverse lunges and oh God, that's a different stimulus. So your legs are going to be sore again. You're always going to be sore. Whereas if you do barbell squats on a Monday, you're going to be sore. Especially everyone coming back after lockdown. You're going to be sore. You're going to have that, you know, that muscle feeling. Then week two, you might not be as sore because your body's used to it, but you're pushing it a little bit further by doing more reps or more weight. And then week three, you'll be completely accustomed to it. So you do more reps, more weight, or however the coach programs it. Then, because you've had three weeks to adjust to that and the soreness to not always be there, then we get to week four, then we change the exercise up. Then you get a wee bit of soreness, and then that gradually dissipates. And then as you get to week six, we then change that again. Because you're, we all like that feeling of soreness, but see, if you have it all the time, you will get fed up with it and it will slow down your progress because you you're rotating too much. Um, and then by rotating your exercise all the time you'll get into this habit of trying to reinvent the wheel all the time you you will think that every workout has to be different and you will eventually run out of exercises eventually, I've been there, I've done it, I've got the t-shirt, I've got the hat to prove it that's why we programme and structure our sessions in such a way that we can tell our members week 1, this is where you are by week 9 on test week for a squat, bench and deadlift we're going to be pushing the numbers up and and testing our strength on that so you need repeatability and not you know, jumping about from workout to workout or or diet to diet so what have we got next I'm trying to guzzle my tea but otherwise it's going to get cold and if you've ever drank cold tea before it's bouffing right, we're back we're back so, number three (coughs) pardon me I'm just watching my cat here. Cats don't really like water, right? But see my cat? My cat sits at his bowl of water and literally dips his paw in it and then rubs his face while you do the the paw. I don't know why he does it. It's bizarre. Anyway, just I'm sitting watching him doing that. So number three, you need stress. Okay? Now, not bad stress like, you know, the kids fighting and complaining all the time like, you know, they did when they weren't at school, you know, I don't know about you guys, but when my kids weren't at school, it just seemed like every five minutes the biscuit cupboard was getting opened. And they were just eating, and fighting, and arguing, and, you know, I need a charger, I need a charger. or I swear to God. This one here, right. So my kids are, okay, my kids are six and seven. See, so if one of them shouts, I'm all done, one more time, and I have to go and wipe a bum, one more time. My God. And see when do it at the same time, and then they just shout louder, to get to the first one, I'm all done. Can you know why like, you're on our shit? Like, really? Should you be able to wipe your backside at that age, should you not? I don't know. Help me out here. Help me out so I don't feel like I'm bad on my kids for wanting to wipe their own bum at that age. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you need stress. Now, good stress in the form of exercise and challenging your body and muscles. So, in order for your body to change, you need to be placing it under some sort of stress, and that stress will come in, you know, the form of strength training, and it can also come in the form of your diet. You know, I don't want you thinking that because I've used the word stress and diet that means it's going to be oh fuck, it's going to be hard. <clears throat> what I mean by that is, is that our our body has a has a level of here's a big word homeostasis for you. You know, basically that's like everyone has a has a, has, their body has a level that they're happy at, right, whatever that is, it's, it's, it's hard to tell, but we have a, a certain point that we're all happy at, I'm quite happy eating jaffa cakes all the time, but I know that's not, you know, that's, that's not healthy, and all that sort of stuff, so your body will be fighting against you to get back to homeostasis, all right, it will be wanting to get back to that point where it's quite happy, Okay, now if you're not quite happy with it and you want to say, you know, lose a wee bit of weight and tone up and tighten up, then you're going to be on a weight loss goal. So you're going to have to stress the body with some diet interventions like calorie deficit. You know, so you're restricting your calorie intake. So that's going to put your body on, on, under some form of stress and you're going to force it to change and adapt to the new normal. And then when you throw in some strength training and all that sort of stuff, that helps, uh, that helps as well. But we need that stress, we need that sort of stimulus for our body to change. Otherwise, it's just going to be quite happy sitting on your arse watching Netflix. It's, your body will be quite happy with that. But if you're constantly putting it under a little bit of stress and making it change or forcing it to change and adapt, then you will get results. So that's what I mean by stress. Okay, I don't mean that it's like it has to be, you know, it has to be something that you dread. Uh, Sorry guys, I'm just making this different. There we go. So, then we have number one, two, three, number four, which is you need to recover. Now, if you don't recover, or you don't give your body time to recover, number three will kick you in the backside. So, when we are lifting weights, we are stressing our bodies, we are creating micro tears in our muscles, which we then eat, the right nutrients and the right foods and all that sort of stuff to repair our muscles, make them stronger, make them healthier, all that good stuff. Now, in order for our bodies to fully recover and get the full benefit of that, then we, you know, you need to adjust. Uh, you need to, uh, so, oh, my God, man, I can't get my words out this morning. this afternoon even. So when we train, we stress our bodies, right? And for our bodies to fully recover and adjust to the stress, we need to rest. That's what I was trying to say. We got there on the end. So, things like, you know, getting six, eight hours sleep a night, limiting your alcohol intake, hydrating, eating enough food, don't drink too much, sorry, don't train too much, you know, seven hit classes a week, double sessions, none of that's required, you know, and chill out, you know, relax, do things that you enjoy doing, you know, they all act as recovery. Because when we are actually outside of the gym, that's when, that's when, like, things change, that's when our body can fully recover, if you will, it's when we're outside of the gym, you know, when we're drinking our water, when we're eating, when we're resting, we're giving our body our muscles a chance to adapt and change and, and fix and repair and grow, that's when, that's that's why recovery is so important. If you are, if you're training seven days a week, now some people can get away with five or six days a week. Some people can do it, that's fine. But see if you're training twice on a Monday, twice on a Tuesday, twice on a Wednesday, twice on a Thursday, training on a Friday morning, twice on a Saturday, running on a Saturday, HIT class on a Saturday, and all that sort of stuff, you're not giving your body a chance to recover. You're not. And I would also throw in there that if you're doing, if you can do double sessions all the time, then like one of the sessions isn't hard enough. The first session, for say, isn't hard enough. Because, I mean, when I train, I can't then do anything after it because I've completely taxed myself in that session rather than, you know, kind of going through the motions on session one and then kind of going through the motions on session two. I'd much rather just get the work done on session one and then have the rest of the day to recover and rest and stretch and mobility work and sit my bum and watch telly. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I don't do that. I don't do that. But we need to recover, okay? You need to give yourself time to recover or you're not going to see... You're not going to see as much change as you're hoping. Now, if you are doing a lot of activity, then yes, you will, you will see change. But if you're constantly beating yourself to the ground and, you know, hammering yourself in there, injuries are going to creep up. And if you get injured, so shoulders or knees or backs or hips or elbow, that's going to slow progress down. And that's going to slow down motivation and things like that. So, you know, rather than going hard at it for six sessions, go hard at it for four and go hard at it on your recovery for three days, and you'll see a massive difference in things. Okay? And then, the last one, I've saved the best to last, because it's probably the least favourite, and you're all going to go, oh my God, man. Patience, alright? You need to have patience. We all want results yesterday, alright? But if there's anything I want you to take away from this, and implement right now, it would be this one, Patience. It's going to take time. Okay, so if, you, if you're if you wanting real, long-lasting results, you need patience. Now, anyone, anyone can get your good results in six to eight weeks, right? We can get, you know, eight to 10, 12 pounds off six, eight weeks. But see, whatever route you go down to lose those 10 or 12 pounds, you need to make sure that you stick to that. So if you are doing, you know, double sessions, four or five times a week, if you are eating ridiculously low calories, 12 1,300 calories a day, you are, you know, you're knocking out at the weekends, well, not that we can go out at the weekends just now, but you know what I mean, if you're not drinking at all, you're not eating chocolate, try that one at the weekend when the Easter eggs creep up. you're doing all these restrictive, restrictive? Is that, that's now a word, right? If you're doing all these restrictive things, then you need to make sure that you continue to do them, otherwise, as soon as you stop them, See, the weight that you've lost, it will pile back on because your body's then trying to go back to homeostasis, okay? So that's why you need to have patience with your approach. Now, what I mean by patience is, you know, being consistent, enjoy the process, you know. If you enjoy the process and the journey, it's a surefire way to make sure that you get the results that you want and you're not going to have to go on all these crazy, you know, binge diets and, you know, crazy hit sessions and getting your heart rate as high as you can and feeling like you're going to spew and the head's all dizzy and there's coloured dots in your vision. You don't need to go down that road. You really, really, really don't. And you can only do that for so long before your body will start to break down. And then, like I said, you'll start to get injuries and all that sort of stuff. And then that's when motivation leaves you. And then you just go, do you know what? Fuck it. I can't even bother anymore because I just keep getting hurt. And you'll start to associate exercise with those feelings of lack of motivation and you can only do it for so long, whereas if you're a little bit more patient with your your um, your approach now, you can still train hard, train hard, train smart, but you can then enjoy. And you know when I mean enjoy the process, I mean like at the weekend. You I mean right, here's a perfect example, right? <clears throat> we ordered a meter long pizza at the weekend. Yes, a meter long. Pizza. We got recommended it by uh, our friends, who ordered one. Thought, I've never seen what a meter long pizza looks like. Well, Tony to go, order yourself a meter long pizza. Insane. Now, because, and I'm not trump. I'm not blowing on trumpet here because I am far from perfect at this. But see, because the last few weeks, I don't know, five six weeks, I've been tracking my calories. I've been making sure I've got no excuse not to sleep longer because I'm not having to go out and work at night time anymore because well everything's on Zoom. I'm getting better sleep, um able to I'm more in control of my training, my diet and things like that, that I could then I then enjoyed having I didn't eat all the pizza. Right? I had a good bit of it, but I didn't eat all of it but I enjoyed it. Right? And that's what I mean by enjoying the process. I could rather than go oh, to a I can't order that pizza. I'm I'm on this really strict health kick. I'm like, do you know what I've been good for four or five weeks now. Not good, but I've been mindful of everything for the last four or five weeks. I can enjoy this. And I know enjoying this pizza isn't going to knock me off track massively. Woke up the next Woke up the next day a little bit more bloaty because obviously you've been eating more carbs, more salt, so you're going to hold more fluid. But I could enjoy it. Whereas if I am on, like, a really... I mean, I didn't track my calories that day, so I was probably over my calories. But every other day I was on point with my calories because I was consistent with the approach, and I can enjoy it more. And I'm I'm absolutely fine. So, all you know, aim to always be ready, than always having to get ready. Okay, so, you know, like, just now, the summer's approaching. So everyone, everyone would be normally getting ready to go on holiday. You know, get summer ready, get beach body, and all that sort of stuff. Now, again, I'm I'm not here blowing my own whistle, but I'm probably three or four four, five weeks let's go six weeks right maybe I am blowing my whistle here <laughs> I'm about six weeks out of being exactly where I would like to be if I was on a beach right because I'm always re- almost almost ready always almost ready whereas if I'm like you know not been tracking my food not been training not been getting my steps in not looking after myself I'd be like ah oh, fuck I've got a holiday in 10 weeks, and I need to try and get abs back, and then that's when you have to really go on these mad approaches to try and get there, and then you get there for your holiday, three days out of your holiday, and you look and you feel like a bag of shit, because you've been on such a restriction that your body's craving everything, and then you just give it everything at once, and then you're up shit creek with a paddle. So, always be ready, rather than always having to try and get ready. Okay, so have some patience with your Roach. So that is that's the five principles that I believe that if you have them in order, I think if you have three out of five of these, you'll be on point. Because like getting six, eight hours of sleep, that's not that's not always the easiest when you've got kids. You know, you can't always get that. But improving the quality of sleep, we can all do that by limiting our alcohol intake, making sure we're drinking enough and not absolutely harming ourselves in the gym. So first one we have is we have we need to have metrics, we need to track track our food, track our sessions, you know. Take measurements, we need to have stuff that we can look on and adjust if we need to, if we don't like what we see. You need to have repeatability, that's how you say it. Random workouts equals random results. So not jumping from one thing to the next, giving your body three or four weeks on the one program before then changing that up. And that that's where you know the coaches at EK Fitness Center, that's where we come in because we we take care of every single person in workout. You know, whether you're doing our lean program, whether you're doing our strong program, we control all that for you. So we take all the guesswork away from you so that you just have to do it. You need stress, okay? And like I said, not bad stress. You want good stress that will come from exercise and uh, your diet. You then, you need to make sure you're recovering, not completely, constantly battering yourself into the ground. And you need patience, Okay trust the process, and trust your coach, that's that's probably the one thing I would say as well, is make sure you, you know, trust your coach, you know, we don't, we don't just say this for the good of, coaches don't just say it for the good of the health, like, we, we live and breathe it, so we know this is what has to be done, working with hundreds and hundreds of clients, so, you know, have that, have that wee bit of trust in them, okay, so, we are 26 minutes, look at that, 26 minutes in, Now this is actually my second attempt recording this because I started recording it on a new platform and then it was going along nicely and then it just started saying uploading. I'm like, I'm only four minutes in guys. We're not uploading anything. So I had to cancel that, come on the old platform and then we will go through the process of uploading everything. So like I said, we are opening up on the 26th of April and we have a couple of spots left on our four week challenge that we are running. Um, so we're taking we're taking people on for that. So if you know if you've been you know struggling with lockdown and you're feeling like your fitness and your strength levels aren't where they want to be and you want to improve them, then you know by all means give us a wee shout and and you know we'll see if we can get you set up on on the right path and, and get you back to feeling normal again and hopefully we can salvage the rest of twenty twenty one and not have to be grounded by Nicola again. Feels like you've been grounded by a mum all the time. So. I won't talk any more nonsense because then I just waffle and baffle on. What I'll do on the on the show notes to this, I will link the the website that you can go and have a wee have a wee look at if you if you think an EK Fitness Centre would be something that you that you fancy. We also have our online programme which is running quite well as well. So yeah, we we've been we've been busy, we've been we've been going. We've got a few things in the pipeline that will be hopefully announced in the coming episodes and letting everyone know what happens on that side of things. But yes, guys, stay safe, and I will see you all in the next episode. Cheers.